Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting on, uh-oh, Friday the 13th of May 2022, <laughs> including Claire Danes and Tom Hiddleston in the Apple TV period drama The Essex Serpent about the hunt for a sea creature and the Disney Plus comedy How I Met Your Father. And we'll also be looking at Discovery Plus, dating show Love in the Jungle and Lincoln Lawyer, Netflix's new drama from the creator of Big Little Lies. But first, Ian... What is in the news? Liam Neeson is going to star in the Netflix thriller In the Land of Saints and Sinners, playing a world-weary assassin who has retired to an Irish village, but guess what? He finds himself locking horns with three terrorists. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, an as-yet-untitled feature-length film is being made by Apple TV+, Plus, which will see the Hollywood star Michael J. Fox reflect on his life from growing up on an army base in Canada to career highlights, including Back to the Future and his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease at the age of 29. A pretty broad selection for you this week, a, a period slightly supernatural drama. We've got a, a legal drama. We've got a dating comedy and we've got a weird dating show, <laughs> which we'll get <laughs> on to later. Yes, we do. But we're going to start. We're going to start with uh, a new Apple TV series called The Essex Serpent, starring Claire Danes and Tom Hiddleston. It arrives on Friday the 13th of May, and here's a clip. A sea creature's been spotted. Is there something out there? That's what I'm here to find out. I've done some research. Into a mythical beast? Not mythical, real. The serpent is an invention. A symptom of the times we live in. So you're against progress? Two episodes are available at launch, and then it's going to air weekly. It's based on a best-selling novel, The Essex Serpent by Sarah Perry, which I haven't read, but it was um, very popular. It's about the clash between science and religion in Victorian Britain. Now, that might not sound very exciting, but it is. It's a six-parter. It's set in the 1890s, and it takes place in this village called Aldwinter, on the Essex marshes where people say they've seen this bizarre sea creature and that's the first sequence you see a woman wading into the water in the marshes and something coming up the river towards her so it's incredibly atmospheric these foggy marshes make a wonderful backdrop so you've got Claire Danes probably most famous for Homeland which she was brilliant in so she plays Cora who is a very keen amateur naturalist and at the beginning of the series she is widowed and you kind of see in very short flashbacks that it, it looks like it's been quite an abusive marriage anyway because of her interest in in archaeology and the like she decides to travel to this Essex village with her son and her companion to investigate and there she meets the local vicar Will played by Tom Hiddleston who I guess is he best known for Loki in the Marvel Universe? He's done so many things. They become friends. And then it's really the debate over 
is this serpent's real or is it is it sort of a myth because it's quite a god-fearing community so yeah it's kind of gods and monsters going on there i really liked it i think it's it's really well staged period drama i like the fact that it's got this supernatural element because you're not sure you know does this thing exist or, or am i imagining it danes is great nice to see her in a period drama hiddleston is always good he looks pretty rugged in this um I imagine you quite like this, Hannah, am I right? I do, and I do like a bit of Tom Hiddleston. I particularly like Sarah Perry's name because that is my maiden name, so I am uh, all about this. Um, Of course, the book um, was a big deal, wasn't it, back in 2016? So um, the idea that's been made into um, this is, you know, I suppose um, was always going to happen. But having said that, it it would take... um, something like apple tv plus to to kind of do it the justice it deserves i suppose um claire danes is excellent in it i like i mean i'm not a huge fan of supernatural as you know but i think this kind of plays with your mind because it's kind of a massive clash isn't it between science and faith and what you absolutely believe in what can't possibly be true so um yeah i I, yeah it, it got me for a number of reasons and it's not something i would regularly go for yeah and it's almost got a slight touch of that sleepy hollow vibe and Mm. then of course if you think it's so ridiculous the premise well look at all the people the scientists who've tried to find the Loch Ness Monster over the years. Oh do you know what it's funny because as we were talking I was thinking exactly the same thing because I just read an article today about new sightings of the Loch Ness Monster and of course it's exactly the same sort of premise isn't it? That's right well (laughs) complete change of pace now Hannah a new another new series this time arriving on Wednesday the 11th of May It's on Disney Plus and it's called How I Met Your Father. Today is the first chapter of my next fate love story. Oh my god! It must be Sophie. It's a real pleasure. Oh my god. Screw being mature. Yes! We can still make bad choices for a few more years. When you tell the story in the future, just promise me you will change that part. Yes, it is. Um, Hilary Duff stars in this alongside Kim Cattrall. Well, Kim, it, it, I'm going to have to sort of bear with here because this jumps around quite a bit. Um, as you say, it's it's a comedy and it, it is quite funny. And it's a it's a ten part spin off of the um, original How I Met Your Mother, which ran from. 2005 until 2014 so um i don't think you necessarily need to see that by the way just to put it out there you're fine just to watch this um but basically you see kim Cattrall, who's probably best known for her part in sex in the city and she she plays the narrator sophie but fast forward because this is 2050 and she's looking back at herself in 2022 in our present day played by hilary duff and it starts with her saying, you know, um, and this is how I met your father. And looking back at 2022, how difficult it is actually to meet someone. And and that's where it sort of made me laugh and sort of where it chimed, I suppose, because um, albeit slightly hammed up, um, the New York dating scene in 2022, the London dating scene in 2022. I mean, it's a very different place, isn't it? Than perhaps even 20 or 30 years ago, lots of people meeting online, hookups, all the different things. And you see an insight into quite how difficult it is to find love. And that is that journey and her explaining it to her daughter. So from the future, 
back to the past, which is actually the present day. Have I done that justice, Ian? <laughs> I think you have. And I mean, I, I remember quite a few years back, I, I did just check out a bit of an episode of How I Met Your Mother. And it seemed to me like, you know, quite a well done, typically well done American sitcom. This one, well, as you say, it starts in the future with Kim Cattrall. So I was surprised to see her come on on screen. Mm. Um, and I found the jokes pretty clunky mm -hmm. and it, it sounds as if it's got a laughter track because there's, there's the sound of the audience laughing at things that aren't at all funny. So it's got a kind of, it starts off with, with how she meets this Tinder date. And, this, and I mean, I think it's aimed at a different age group uh, to myself. So I, it didn't really appeal to me. I did find it quite dated, although it's got this futuristic twist. I felt it, it seemed quite dated to me and I just didn't really think it was very funny. But as we always say with comedies, I mean, you know, you don't necessarily laugh your head off in episode one. So, so maybe... I will get into it, but I, I just suspect it's not really one for me. Mm. Now, on Netflix, arriving on Friday the 13th, we have a, a new drama. It's called The Lincoln Lawyer. And here's a clip. One thing I know... Success is all about momentum. In court, before you can win, you got to believe you can win. But what if you don't? Huh. Then you better fake it till you make it. So, Hannah, I don't know if you ever saw the film The Lincoln Lawyer, which I believe starred Matthew McConaughey. And I read a review of it and it said it was a career best performance. There you go. Well, this is a series based on that film, inspired by that film. And it's from the highly rated David E. Kelly, who has created shows including The Undoing and Big Little Lies. So when you see his name or something, uh, you know it's going to be quality. And for those who haven't seen the film, the central character is an attorney called Mickey Haller. And he runs his practice out of the back seat of his Lincoln Town car, hence the title. As we join episode one, it's 10 episodes, I don't know if I said that, he's sitting on the beach with his surfboard and he's clearly been through some kind of trauma and he's trying to kind of get back into the, the into the, the law business, really. Uh, I think that's going to become clear exactly what's happened to him. He's quite a laconic guy. He kind of looks like quite a tough guy. It's got a slight kind of Raymond Chandler film noirish vibe, a little bit. And he's got a rather annoying ex-wife who he works with. And that was a character that slightly grated for me because she's kind of providing the comedic element, kind of henpecking him to, to get his act together and, you know, get back in the game. And in episode one, he, he's summoned to this judge's chambers and he's like, what's this about? What does it mean? And it turns out that another lawyer who has been murdered has left him his entire legal practice so he and his ex-wife turn up at the, the the offices the police are there because it's a crime scene and we're going to get going and one of his cases is going to be a quite a high profile case um it's tricky this one oh neve campbell from screen is in it as uh mickey's first ex-wife who is the deputy da and yes as i said his second ex-wife lorna is played by becky newton from ugly betty 
I like the fact that it's it's quite kind of laid back and laconic and and a bit hard boiled. I'm because I've started watching the final series of Better Call Saul is probably the best legal drama ever made. I'm going to put it out there. It, it's 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 obviously going to suffer in comparison to that, but it's it's kind of a different beast, really. It's not the same tone as Better Call Saul. So yeah, I quite liked mm-hmm. episode one. I think this is a character that's going to be quite. It's going to take a, a while to get to know him as a slow burner because he's kind of guy who keeps his cards close to his chest and he doesn't show much emotion. So yeah, I liked what I saw. I will watch more, and of course, with the David E. Kelly brand, uh, you know, you're getting quality always and of course i should say who plays who plays the lincoln lawyer this attorney mickey hauler it's goliath actor manuel garcia ruffo hannah is this one for you i absolutely love legal dramas so a hundred percent this is for me i really enjoy them and i do you know what i think this is a bit of a twist because it starts out really differently you know we've seen so many i mean I was a fan of Suits, okay? So, you know, don't judge me there. But I do like those kind of dramas, but they're all, they're all so obvious. Um, this isn't as obvious, and I think that's why I particularly like it. And it ramps up. You, you, you don't know where it's going. It's got twists and turns. And then, of course, you know, as you say, they get left as practice, and um, there are some really big cases, and, I, and that, that really intrigues me. So... 10 episodes let's see what they do with that perhaps you know maybe too many i don't know yet um to keep it alight but i think it's really promising yeah agreed and i do think it's, it's got believable dialogue say with him and the judge and him and the police it, it, it does it's mm. convincing i was delighted to give you this this final show <laughs> to look at <laughs> uh, very much in your wheelhouse i think it's on discovery plus it's a new dating show called love in the jungle Deep in the remote jungles of Colombia, a new species has been spotted at the watering hole. Humans, a rare sight in this habitat. These humans are using animal mating techniques in their search for true love and are forbidden to speak to one another. So this is something else. I never thought it would be possible, really. Each time we come up with a new reality show, I think, how can it be possible to produce anything that's any different? Surely every territory has been well-trodden by now. And this dating area particularly. Um, love in the jungle. So, you know, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Imagine the uh, South American eco-reserve, okay? Because this is where this is filmed. And it starts brilliantly with this David Attenborough style voice and I, I it completely confused me i thought hang on a minute aren't i supposed to be watching a, a dating show and he's talking about tigers and, and and all sorts and then of course this is the premise of this there are 14 contestants more men than there are women so someone will be left without a mate and i say a mate because this is all about they can't communicate verbally. They have to adopt kind of mating rituals from the animal kingdom to attract a partner. So you've got, say, Jordan, who's a turtle, Lizzie, who's a tiger. I mean, this is weird, right? I I, I am talking about something that is actually going to be on your telly box very, very soon. But this is this is real and this is out of somebody's brain. So each contestant says they identify with certain, you know, certain animal. And then they're mapped to that because it sort of suits their personality. There's toads, there's flamingos, there's all sorts. And then, of course, you've got the narrator um, in this David Attenborough style, which 
actually just, it is just very funny um and you know they <laughs> two of well i think one of the one of the points he makes is that they're just like animals they're now grooming each other <laughs> in this instance she was braiding his hair um they get it on very very quickly i mean let's let's make no bones about it there's no whining and dining here animal instinct really does kick in pretty quickly um and can they find love rather than just a physical connection? Well, uh, I guess I'll leave you all to find that out. But yes, it's probably one of the oddest, most surreal things I've ever seen. And do I think it'll be a hit? Probably, because it's just so crazy. What did you think, Ian? Yeah, it's um, certainly different. I, th <laughs> I think in a way it's an advantage that, that for a lot of the show, uh, they're not allowed to speak. Um, the good thing about it is that the people who've made it don't take it seriously and and nor do the people who are in it but they're definitely up for it you know because the things they get them doing are, are just ludicrous but they are all up for it fair play to them and of course they're all really you know good looking the, the guys are really ripped and you know, a lot of it looks like a kind of a slow motion sort of commercial for shampoo or something that's filmed in, out in the jungle so yeah, I think if you like dating shows, you're going to find it pretty funny. You know, it's uh, <laughs> I, I did I did quite enjoy. It. Though I didn't think the David Attenborough impression was particularly high quality, but I like I like <laughs> I like the idea. They're now, on a budget, Ian. Oh, that's right. Now uh, we've got to that point, Hannah, where you tell us uh, what you've been binge watching this week. So please reveal all. Do you remember that I watched the first part of uh, the, the Savile documentary on Netflix, which I finished off, which is pretty grim. Oh, and also yes. started um, watching Derry Girls as well, um, which is set in Northern Ireland. Um, mm. And I'm really enjoying that. Excellent. Uh, as for me, well, I mentioned it earlier, they released the final series of Better Call Saul. But of course, as soon as I started to watch that, I realised I was going to have to go back and remind myself of what on earth is happening. And also my current favourite binge on Netflix as well. It's Downton at Sea, Below Deck Mediterranean. Highly recommended if you like your reality <laughs> shows. I've just got time to look ahead to next week's offerings. So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah? Well, as if we haven't got enough dating shows going on, um, singles will be looking for love and they head back to the classroom in Amazon Prime Video's unique I'm not sure about that. New dating show, Love Struck High. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very cynical, aren't I? <laughs> Love it. And the brilliant Amy Schumer uh, will star in a poignant Disney Plus comedy called Life and Beth, which is about a woman at an emotional crossroads. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Okay. 